they don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. So 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business.702.co.za to tell us about your business. We're about to profile one of those businesses. Now, you're a business owner driven to succeed. You have worked hard for your money and you wanted to grow. With Wholeview Business Banking from NetBank, you can partner with a team of dedicated banking specialists who are able to give you a different perspective on how your money should flow to help you achieve your desired goals. Tailored solutions from NetBank can take your business to the next level. Search for Wholeview Business Banking and partner with NetBank today. See money differently. NetBank, an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. And he never fails. He's always here. Pavlo Fatidis, good afternoon to you and happy Human Rights Day to you. Thank you and to you as well, Reedy. Thank you. So which business are we profiling today? Well, one that has survived into its third generation. We're going to be speaking to Comet Bamberger from Miller's Antiques. And what they do is they import and fabricate solid wood, classic English and classic French-style reproduction furniture. They assemble it in their workshops. They put it on the showroom floor in raw form. And then they design and finish it to your customer specification. But using the same techniques that antique French and English furniture were painted in. Hmm. It's a third-generation business in the exact same location where it was first founded in Seamoat Street. It has survived changes in its physical environment. As you know, the Mamboneng area has developed enormously. It went through a very, very low patch about 10, 15 years ago, and it's lifted up enormously. It's the same building, the same location. And it also makes for a very interesting, let's call it analysis, Mm -hmm. on how any retailer can go beyond just a single location and build their business to the next level. That's just incredible. So we have the owner of Miller's Antique, Kermit Bamberger, right, in Greenside, joining us from Greenside. Well, good afternoon to you. Thank you very much for joining us. How did, I mean, it it must be something that you are so proud of, so much history and so thematically powerful, so symbolically powerful that you're in the business of uh, antiques and uh, restore. I mean, it's just the the history. I just get goosebumps just listening to, to the history. How do you keep it together, Kermit? Hi, guys, and thank you for having me on your awesome show, and happy Human Rights Day. Um, It's actually been an incredible journey. Um, I've had to learn a lot. I've had to grow up a lot. I took over the business from my father in 2010 when he passed away, and um, the business has morphed and changed with the times, but basically the core style of the business has been maintained. In other words, we specialize in the classic look. So initially it was just um, antique furniture and um, then my father changed to importing reproduction furniture but in the classic English style. And then when he died, I introduced the French style which has become very, very popular. And um, the whole painted look has become very popular. And what I decided to do to set myself apart from other businesses doing similar things is I decided to specialize in uh, uh, only custom finishing. 
So the furniture sits on the floor in the shop in its solid, raw, wooden state. And then my customers come in and they pick what they like. They mix what they like with what. Um, we offer them sure, many years of experience having grown up in this world mm. and being exposed to it my whole life. And we go on a journey with them. And it's actually so exciting. Well, it sounds like it. But Pablo, I mean, this is a small business, but it isn't new. It is, it is old. And I'm thinking here about adaptability adapting to the changing environment, the changing customer needs. She, she's got a big challenge in her hands to keep to stay relevant. She does. Mm. And, you know, I think the secret over here is to stick at it. Yeah. Because, really, if you look at it, about 10, 15 years ago, more or less, furniture trends started to change quite a bit. Contemporary furniture became the vogue. It's still lingering over there. And the temptation to switch across and move with trend, I think, is is always prevalent. But I think with the history and the heritage behind this and the understanding of what this style of furniture means, Kemet must hold her position mm-hmm. because this piece of furniture, if acquired, becomes a piece in a contemporary home. It stands out. It becomes the art form itself. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was sold that way as create some distinction, create an eclectic piece, create a piece that stands out in amongst all other furniture, which increasingly, in my view, starts to look the same, Kamet's positioning is good. But how she promotes it needs to modernize extensively. And I think one of the ways of doing that is that when a piece is made, because it's bespoke, because it's designed across your personality, across your home, the environment that you've wanted it in, take a photograph of it, place that on Facebook, let people see the distinction of a piece of furniture built for purpose, built for personality, fitting and fixing and meeting with you. That's the first thing that you can do to generate some social activity around it. The next thing is the larger pieces, really, mm-hmm. the, the big dining room tables, the eight-seaters, the 12-seaters that she has. Those pieces are obviously going to be more expensive. They're obviously going to be acquired by well-heeled people. And I think that when Kemet sells those pieces, she should celebrate them in the essence of how they were used. So when someone acquires a piece like that, mm-hmm. find a French chef and launch the piece into the home for the acquirer to invite six, eight friends huh. to celebrate the piece itself. That will be spoken about extensively and that will attract the right kind of customer to a location store. She's now using inbound and outbound marketing to get activity on the floor. Mm-hmm. How does that sound to you, Kamit? It sounds amazing. I mean, uh, we do have a very active Facebook page and we get a lot of traction from the page. I think it's one of the most exciting and the cheapest ways of advertising at the moment. And it's very interactive. We have a lot of people when we post something asking us questions. It's easy to reply, although it's very time consuming. And I love the idea of um, the celebration of a purchase in the way that it's meant. So celebrating the togetherness of being around the table. And I mean, we make tables that go up to 16 seaters. 
So I absolutely love every single word that Pablo said. And uh, I find it very reinforcing and very useful going forward. I mean, the commitment there and the passion. And I suppose it's not just the business aspect. It's got sentimental value. I can just tell that she's so committed to it. Completely. And the personality. Mm. I mean, her personality, I think, is the personality of that business. It is yeah. It's wonderful being able to walk into a store mm-hmm. and to be treated and seen as an individual and knowing that you're going to walk out with something that is a great interpretation of yourself because that's the nature of of three generations of doing this. That's fantastic. Well, there we have uh, Kermit Bamberger, Bamberger, right? And uh, uh, owner of Miller's Antique. Who are we profiling tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we're going to be looking at a business that honestly, really, should not be, it should not exist in South Africa. Given the capability of China, given the fact that it's a second generation business, you know, these generational businesses often don't survive beyond the second generation. Mm-hmm. But it's involved in the manufacturing of promotional items that really ought to have been done in China. Mm-hmm. It's surviving here. It's thriving here. Employs 128 people. It's run out of space and it's growing. And how to get that business to the next level and keep its positioning against the onslaught of China pricing makes for a very interesting discussion. Well, that's happening tomorrow. So could you or do you know of someone who could benefit from supporting the business that we've just profiled? Find out more about them on business.702.co.za. The businesses we profile are making South Africa a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring and their commitment to the country. Listen in when we showcase the next business owner with Olani Gwala tomorrow morning. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za.